without context. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the latest episode of the Without Context podcast. As usual, I am Decavolti, joined by Sharky Hat. Uh, today, we have a special guest. Um, we've got Sushi Ferret. Hi. I know nothing about this person. This is somebody that Deca brought in, uh, like I brought in our <laughs> guest last week. <laughs> so I'm interested in learning, but I'll let Deca lead uh, things here. Uh, Sushi Ferret is a, uh, a DJ in VRC, as you can see. She has her uh, avatar out in her... That's your personal world, right? Yeah, homeworld. Hell, yeah. Homeworld, that's the word. Verbiage. Continuing the uh, season's trend of VTubers or semi-VTubers. <laughs> uh, so yeah, go ahead and tell us about yourself. Uh, hi, my name is Sushi Ferret. I go by Maya. I am a trans girl and a virtual reality DJ, which is a very weird thing that a lot of people <laughs> get confused about whenever I tell them about that. Trans yeah. girl thing or the DJ thing? Both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Deca, uh, the reason we brought in is the whole, uh, you know, VR chat DJ thing. And I'm curious to see how that all goes. Cause you know, I have friends, I have a friend that's a DJ goes to, you know, the, the clubs and everything and like does shows and everything. And I just never, for some reason, never clicked about that being on like VR as a thing that you can do. So, yeah, there is uh, a whole entire thing here. <laughs> It's a whole, like a scene. whole different world. <laughs> so I went. I went to her. Uh, I went to her birthday celebration where she had. A, there was a bunch of DJs who were playing, and that thing. Like, whoa! I'm gonna say. I'm gonna preface went with air quotes here because you know VRC. But yeah, still, right. the sentiment is still there. I saw her in this form, and uh, saw all of her VRC friends, and you know they were all doing their thing and then a lot of them got on stage started performing it was it was interesting it's like saying that i went to a travis scott concert when i was sitting on Fortnite. <laughs> so <All> right <laughs> so uh how how is the music scene in vr chat uh surely you've gone to concerts before um, yeah so how does it compare in your mind uh there's a lot of similarities and a lot of differences you know, there's similarities in the sense that there's still this sort of, like, uh, common etiquette there. Mm -hmm. You know, like, basic stuff like, oh, uh, don't run up and interrupt the DJ, usually, unless it's, like, that kind of show. Or uh, don't go AFK in front of the DJ, which I guess the IRL equivalent would, of that would be, like, texting on your phone while you're in, like, the front row, which, like would be so a, a, a little rude, I feel like. Yeah. Just general common courtesy stuff. That's the same. Uh, other than that, there's a lot of stuff that's different. And when I say different, okay, I have to preface, I'm talking about like, just compared to the greater IRL, like EDM scene specifically, like, which is a, a very big, broad <laughs> category. It's, it is a, it is a, it's, it's a big, broad category, but it's also a very niche category still. Yeah. Uh, things different are like, one is there's not really any sense of like monetization or like pressure from a manager or uh, stuff like that. Like, everyone here just sort of DJs for free. 
just because it's a cool thing and we like doing it. Uh, there's a lot of IRL DJs here too that came here because they didn't really like the pressure of the IRL scene being like, oh, you have to play this specific music that everyone will like. You can't play the music you specifically want. And you have to fight a million people for this venue. And you got to go through all this booking uh, stuff and blah, 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 blah. Whereas here, it's really just play whatever you want, whenever you want, and there will be an audience for it. And you don't have to go through any sort of manager. You don't have to go through like an exclusive venue or things like that. You just sort of do it. <laughs> it's, it's more for the art form than it is for capitalism. Yeah. It takes a lot of the logistics out of out of things and we haven't reached the we haven't gotten the bar into hell yet where people on VR chat are like, I am a manager for VR music musicians. So Yeah, it's like there's that like there's like a similar, I guess, like framework, but it's applied very differently. Like there are specific venues, like very large notable venues on here, at least by our standards where you know you go through like a booking process to, uh, to play there or you have certain like ways of getting people in from the irl scene too but it doesn't have like the this is my job sort of thing it does that make sense it does it, it takes me back deca to the uh, vtubing episode where it's like oh they have like the manager set up or some like groups have like a manager setup where a lot of people can just do it. To be know. fair, to be fair, VTubing they do that absolutely for capitalism. It is for capitalism, yes. But it's the same thing is like <laughs> the people who aren't part of like the organizations or something. It's like yeah, I can just do this. So it's like this mm -hmm. VR chat DJing is like yeah, I just want to do this, and you can go through the steps to you know get the, I guess the higher you know tier locations you know it's like this is the like big place i want to play but you can also do it in you know your own worlds and stuff like that yeah like there are definitely major clubs like uh ghost club or shelter which are like two very big ones that they they want to curate like a level of quality like oh i know i'm going to get a really good show or this specific type of show when i go to this venue and so of course they have to take that into consideration However, if you just want to play, you, you can just sort of do it. <laughs> like, yeah. if I want to play tonight, I go on Twitter and I just say, hey, I'm throwing a pop-up. Join on me tonight, 10 p.m. And people show up and then I'll just play and it'll be fun. <laughs> Excellent. It's very, like, garage band uh, vibes I'm, I'm sensing. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the uh... we were having we were having that discussion in the car a little bit uh, when we were when we were talking about this uh, when I when, when we were originally pitching this it was like it's like a very underground scene actually in VRC even even the even the big venues that curate a certain quality are still like in the underground as it were. Yeah, like there are cer certain venues on here where. If you called them underground to a regular here, they'd be like, but no, 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 no. Like, what are you talking about? That's like the biggest venue here. But if you bring up that venue to 
anyone like in the yeah like if you bring up bring it up to someone who's very familiar in the irl scene they'll be like i have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> even if you bring it up to people who are like in irl underground spaces they'll still probably be like what are you talking about it's it's a very specific niche uh a my it's it's yeah it's very popular in vrc but vrc is still like a microcosm of like the space yeah definitely the feel like it. it's definitely the feeling of like you have to be in the know to know where the good places are yeah that's a, a big thing when it comes to getting people in here is like if you want to come into vr chat and specifically go to the music scene and specifically go to the places that you really really want you gotta know where to go first there's no like it's it's hard to find like a jumping off point the the easiest way would be to find like the most major publicly accessible clubs and go to one of those and then make friends that will help get you to those other smaller places the the networking carries yeah, over it's just networking yeah yeah it's, it, i would say i would say maya maybe or sushi maybe one one way or the other you can uh confirm or deny this uh like networking is arguably easier in the vr scene versus like irl oh yeah yeah like because <laughs> to join into to join someone else's like event right what will the way it works is a lot of these events are held in what we call friends plus instances meaning that the world itself that's being held in uh, to get in there, you need to have someone who is already in there on your friends list and available to join on. So if you open up VRChat right now and go through like the public world listing, you won't really find any of these. But if I open up my menu right now and I look at my socials, I can see a long list of all the worlds that my friends are at and I can find an event from there. The deep web. <laughs> <laughs> um it's like the tour yeah. browser it's like you have to know the address you have to have a friend on the inside yeah it's like one it's like, yeah. oh sorry uh one really easy way to find these events too is also honestly just through twitter uh yeah. there is actually a really well known and commonly used twitter called uh vr chat party hub it is run by uh, this guy, Captain Duck, who is a very beloved member of the community who he literally just <laughs> categorizes and curates a list of every single event going on that night and just posts it on Twitter and how to join. So if you want to find anything, you just follow the VRChat Party Hub and you'll find at least some details on it. Shout out to the people who do the work like that. Like all the, all nobody's the clerical work. Nobody's oh, asking for it, but somebody's like, "This person's just going to do it every day because somebody's going to be looking for it." Yeah, like I cannot stress enough how much we love this man. <laughs> he, he provides probably one of the most essential like frameworks in the entire scene, and he just does it. Just <laughs> like, his thing. It's all those uh unnoted authors on wikipedia keeping those articles yeah. going and up to date <laughs> <Like that. laughs> exactly what that is 
someone's waiting for someone to die so they can put was and everything in on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> the control control F ready to go. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> um but you've been DJing for like a year at this point? A little over a year? Nah, 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 nah. I, I, I've only been uh-huh. DJing for like, I want to say like three or four months now. Really? Yeah. It feels like it's been a year. <laughs> it, it does. It's been a weird <laughs> year, to be fair. It, it, this year has stretched on for a while, but also <laughs> like the way it's come up so naturally for you, it just feels like it's just been like, it's always been there, you know? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I had some music experience before this, and I've also been lucky enough to just have a great group of friends and talented people that I'm surrounded by that are willing to help me with this. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was going to ask, uh, yeah, you, you said you had some experience with music. Uh, what is that outside of, you know, all of this? Was it, you know, experience in a band? Was it anything from like a school uh like marching band anything like that uh outside of djing i play piano i started playing piano when i was very young and found out i was like i I guess like a prodigy or something i was just really good at playing stuff by ear (laughs) (laughs) like (laughs) yeah (laughs) like in 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 high school music i remember there would be songs where everyone else, it would take them like the next few months to learn this song that we're going to be playing live. And I would just learn it by ear and play it within like a day. And if they made any adjustments, like, oh, yeah, no, you're making this adjustment. I can just do that by ear, too. And so I was like, <laughs> people were simultaneously, I feel like, impressed and also annoyed was- by me <laughs> in that <laughs> yeah. class. Yeah. It's like, like a, oh, uh, great, it's this bitch. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's, it's, uh, it's a, a gifted kid, but for band. <laughs> it's like me uh, when I did a, uh, I did strings in middle school. So I played violin uh, for about two years in middle school. And it was all the oh, thing. It's cool. like, hey, we got uh, three months to learn this before we're going to be playing it for an audience. And it was just like, oh, fuck, we are actually like part of a band, aren't we? <laughs> like that yeah. realization of like <laughs> that realization of this isn't just a thing we do after school. This is actually something we are like striving sort of to recital. perform. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, I got to play this for people. <laughs> I played music for the vast majority. I played in, I've played music for the vast majority of my life, actually. Uh, I pl- started in middle school. I played the saxophone. Uh, I continued playing the saxophone all through high school um except for my senior year where i went to college but that's whatever um and yeah i've always i've i'm much in the same as sushi is like i've always been able to like, adjust on the fly adjust my ear my mm. I, I always make the joke that my ears are the only organ on my body that fully works to capacity <laughs> <laughs> i still have my uh, violin in the garage thinking about it should probably see if that needs any repairs or anything probably yeah, I, I tried that. violin, could not, could not do it. Everyone's like, "Oh, you're like so good at piano. Like other instruments must come easy to you, right?" I'm like, "I have no idea what I'm doing with anything <laughs> else." It's like, see, it a piano, translate that way. A piano, I have to hit like a key, and it makes a ding. A violin is like I have to hold this string in a certain position and then pull this thing across it. <laughs> yeah, no, like any instrument I, I'm playing, it, it, it has to be like monkey brain. Like I, I, I smack it and it makes a specific noise and it'll keep <laughs> making that noise no matter how much I just smack it. 
<laughs> that that is just... how I view piano in my head. I'm is that just... how you took the DJing so well? Yeah, I just smack my controller and it makes noise. That's really what it is. <laughs> I'm gonna say that to my friend uh, Matt. He plays drums, and I'm like, "Hey, does playing drums is just like, dude? Does monkey tendency take over when you play these?" <laughs> <laughs> just... I gotta piss off every drummer ever. <laughs> but oh, uh, man, yeah, you're a. Uh... Your DJ, your DJing and your uh, the music for it. I mean, I'm not gonna say it's all probably. It's not probably all like handcrafted. It's definitely probably stuff that is out there, right? Yeah, like existing like, songs. Yeah, no, no. I I I don't produce. I just mix. I, <laughs> producing is like a whole another beast to me. Yeah, I've looked at stuff like uh, like the music ed- makers, like you know, Fruity Loop Studio and all that, and it's just like. I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> so, even the dog t- in the the dog in the lab coat. <laughs> yeah, it's just the dog in the lab coat. I have no idea what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Um, is a uh, what genre uh, in particular? I mean, is it mostly like electronic and dance and everything, or I guess uh, it could be so... any of the twenty genres that that probably has included in it. Yeah, there there's a lot. <laughs> What, so the genre is, that it's like what oh, is sorry, you drum, go? it's like what is drum and bass <laughs> it's like looking at all these like different like dance styles and it's like i don't know what half of these are oh yeah don't even get me started <laughs> it's like it's like what is the difference between house and dance it's like all these different different like, beat boops yeah it's like is it just different. the order is it a tempo is it different bass lines Probably. But uh, yeah, what genres uh, do you, you know, usually play with uh, your sets and everything? So the genre that I got started out with and the one that I feel like a lot of people know me for is called Witch House. It is definitely a more niche genre. Uh, Best way way I can explain it is take uh, take house music and then give it like a trap style beat with very heavy synths and distorted vocals, overall occult theme vibe, and just give it to a bunch of like goth kids in a graveyard somewhere. And there you go, witch house. I know some of those terms. <laughs> it's like take some house and sounds like, I know that that exists. I don't know what that entails, but I know that exists. <laughs> I also play a lot of like, I, I play a lot of techno, a lot of industrial stuff. Uh, usually a lot of like doom, 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 stuff like that. Uh, Can't confirm. I've done a, a little bit of drum and bass. I'm trying to branch out and try more styles. <laughs> gotta get that. Uh, gotta get that hard bass in. Embrace, embrace the Russian. Yeah, like <laughs> the Russian hard bass. <laughs> <laughs> I my my favorite music is any music that will just make you go dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah for sure anything that you can put over the uh video of the one russian guy dancing with the two vodka bottles in his hands <laughs> yeah yeah there you go <laughs> just the guy like doing the crazy like leg motions and everything like that like they're dancing on like a warehouse like loading dock or something i just think of that yeah, video was... whenever i think of like techno music i'm like can i overlay it to this and have this video still make sense to me (laughs) 
Yeah, I I usually do stuff like that, and then every now and then I'll get this like weird urge to do something completely off brand and just alienate my core audience. Like there was one day uh, I was I was doing a pop up and I just decided to play Daria Core, which a lot of people don't even know what that is, and it is like very very vastly different from what I normally play. <laughs> And so I think a lot of people came to that set expecting me to play like techno or witch house and were like, what the hell is this? <laughs> from the name from the name of it, I can only imagine it's like a beat with like Daria ad libs. <laughs> like... <laughs> best way to describe it is like Imagine if like okay, Daria Core is like imagine if you took like Nightcore, and it was made in 2022 by like a bunch of gay teenagers on the internet. So take Nightcore, <laughs> <laughs> take Nightcore, uh, make it. It's Nightcore two. <laughs> yeah, it's Nightcore two. <laughs> they did it. If Nightcore's so good, why is there a Nightcore two? <laughs> well, here it is. You got Nightcore two, baby. Let's go. <laughs> and it is just as controversial. Oh no. People keep asking if we could. They should be asking if we should. <laughs> um, one of the other things I wanted to uh, talk about, which is something else we talked about in the car, uh, is that like there are no bad apples because they are very quickly shown the door. Yeah, like, so there's personal beef, yeah. Like, oh, sure. this person's kind of like, a, this person's a prick, this person's whatever, whatever. Sure. But when it comes to, like, actually awful people, like mm -hmm. predators or racist people, homophobic people, once you get found out, like, it, 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 it you get thrown out pretty fast from what I've seen. Yeah. You, you, you had the anecdote where you were, like, eating dinner and you, your phone blew up. And next thing you know, someone's kicked out of the scene and you before you even finished your dinner. Yeah, no, like every now and then something will pop up and people will be like, hey, this person is like a huge creep. Like, get them out. Do not let them into any of your events. Don't let them go anywhere. Tell everyone about this. Just do not let them in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like a lot of places should have more zero tolerance policy when it comes to stuff like that. What's the uh, quote that I saw? It was something I saw on Twitter. It was like, if you're at a rally and you allow Nazis at it, you're at a Nazi rally. Like, yeah. it, it doesn't matter what <laughs> it's much. for. If you're allowing them to stay, then it's become that. Yep. You know, yeah. so it's like, if you have these creeps in this community and you allow them to be there, you are now associated with those creeps. I'm looking at yeah. you, Hitalia fandom. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like, yeah, I think uh, a lot more places do need to just own up to it you know it's like hey you know who these kind of people are why aren't you getting them out i don't need some you know answer like some corporate speak it's like it's a yes or no are they going in or out like i think more places out. i think more places do need to just adopt that like hey this uh this is about you uh you can't be here anymore so yeah no like it's it's honestly kind of endearing to see because I have seen people who like have their own personal beef, right? Like that's, you know, not the horrible, awful bigotry stuff, but like they dislike each other for their own reasons. Yeah. But the moment like 
an actually like awful person enters the room, they will like temporarily truce and go after this one person. <laughs> My favorite trope. <laughs> the common enemy, enemy. The common enemy. <laughs> the I've seen people who like Yeah, like I've seen people who like, you know, they may annoy me, right? But I know they're a good person at the end of the day because I've seen them standing outside talking to a person I've never seen before. And all I overhear is like, yeah, I don't care who you are. Uh, the people who I trust very well said you made them feel uncomfortable. If people are uncomfortable in my, in my club, I don't want you here. You have to get out. Yeah. And I'm like, that's, that's I respect be. that. I respect that. That's how it should be. Because the thing is like, I think with VR chat, it's probably easier to do that because the law of the land outside of here is, you know, capital. So it's like, oh, if right. it starts fucking with my money, then I'll have to do something. But with VR chat, it's like, I lose nothing kicking you out. I gain a reputation of some, being somebody who deals with creeps like you. Like, it's just one of those... And it's like, hey, I'm gonna a safe space for my I'm friends. showing people that I will handle things like this, you know, and that's always a, yeah, like always a good, you know, image to put up there where if it's like, hey, we did this whole set and this guy was here and, you know, we told the moderators or something about it and they didn't do anything. Then it's like, uh, I don't think I trust that place as much anymore. Sure. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's definitely a. Should see more of that being adopted just in every online space, you know? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> the, the the way I always describe it is like, we do this for free. We literally do not have to put up with any of this. We, <laughs> yeah. can, we lose nothing by just kicking someone out. <laughs> and again, it's like you gain that reputation of somebody who gets those people out of their, you know, spaces for other people to come in and feel safer about it. Yeah. So it's always good. Yeah, I'm I'm I am a proponent of like no strikes. Get out. Yeah, exactly. Same here. Um, it's also kind of important, too, because, you know, VR chat, it's you're not seeing that person. You're seeing, you know, an avatar that could change or, you know, they leave that account. They leave that name. They make a new name and stuff like that. So it, is, it can be hard at times, I guess, to police that. But when the information is known and handled, I think it paints a good picture of just reacting when the knowledge is there. Yeah. Like if let's say like someone just basically gets shadow banned from the community, right? Like mm -hmm. no one lets them in. And let's say they make a new account and they try and get around that. Uh, eventually at some point in my experience dealing with these people, they will make themselves known again yeah. because they can't again. shut up. <laughs> they can't. The thing is, everybody is going to have a pattern. They're going right. to talk a certain way. They're going to type a certain way, you know, vocabulary choice, stuff like that. It's like a, like growing up online, you know, when I was doing, you know, the role playing on like, you know, chat rooms or MySpace back in the day. I could instantly tell when somebody was another person because of words that only that person used. It's yeah. like, I've never seen anybody else use this, you know, term for this word and everything. And it was like, it always be one of those things. It's like, mm, I'm, I'm seeing the, I'm seeing the things. So 
I know that that's this person, so I'm not going to continue with this because that person and me don't have a good history, you know? Right. Every, everybody yeah. has a everybody has a tell that will eventually, you know, give them up and to be fair, if you have time to just keep making accounts to try to get around shadow banning, you're probably not doing a lot with your life anyway. So. Yeah, that's my thing. Like that's that's another thing, is like, okay, you can only keep this up for so long. It takes me like two seconds to hit the block button. <laughs> I hit a button or the kick button. <laughs> And you got to go and make a whole new account and find me again and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, it takes me two seconds. You can keep wasting your life trying to get at me. Eventually, you will give up. <laughs> it's like that video clip of uh, Dr. Robotnik. It's like, you fools, I have 70 <laughs> alternative accounts. And I'm like, I'm like, that's not the flex you think it is, though, because you took the time to make those. <laughs> so... Are they egg fucker one, egg fucker two, egg fucker two? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep, yep, yep. Oh, God, I love those videos. So good. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, uh, I guess I w would like to ask, uh, what started you on this path? If it's only been like three or four months. Uh, so, I guess going back, I started VR chat technically over the 2020 pandemic. Mm -hmm. like a lot of people yeah yeah but i didn't really find a hook like i got in uh with my new headset because of like i have been cramped inside for so long i need to socialize i need to talk with people in a way that's not just discord and i came on I'm like okay like this is all right like i had some drinks with some strangers did some like shit posting in random public lobbies and i was like all right, this is neat, but like, there's nothing really keeping me here. Like, if I logged off today, it would not matter. Right. Yeah. And it wasn't until uh, I found this video by this uh, person, Straz, who now works for VR Chat, that was talking about the music scene here. And I was like, wait, what? There's a music scene? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> and so, me and some of the few friends that I did have on the platform, we were like, oh, well, we gotta go check it out. Let's go. And so I like speed ran the, the music scene. <laughs> I started uh, around like sometime in the afternoon where I went to a bunch of European clubs because time zone difference. And then I went to a few major uh, North American ones during the night. And then I stayed up until seven in the morning to go to the Japanese events. And I remember that. After, yeah. After that point, I was like, I, I'm in. I, I can't look back. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to hit the world club scene in nine hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. I remember being like, it's eight in the morning. I'm standing in a Japanese venue. I cannot understand a word anyone else is saying. <laughs> And I am on the verge of death, too, because I also had been drinking that night. So <laughs> that's coming down as well. And I'm just standing there, like, just barely alive. I'm like, I'm having the time of my life. <laughs> this is great. Once again, demonstrating the wonderful properties of video games during this pandemic. <laughs> sure, you're stuck inside, yeah, sure. but you literally went to a club in Japan. So... 
Yeah, and after a while, you know, uh, going through the going through those like different clubs, I made a few friends, and then they introduced me to their friends, and then I found like a nice group to hang with. That was like my regular, like you know, my regular squad. We became really, really good friends. I started getting around more, and it got to this point where getting into this scene and into VRChat in general is, is sort of like a nice ego death in the sense that like, wow, <laughs> there are so many incredibly talented people here that just put me to shame and they do all this amazing stuff and they just help keep this like amazing, beautiful scene alive. I kind of want to like, like, why am I not doing anything? Like it makes you want me. I should have a skill. I should like start 3D modeling or I should start DJing or I should start dancing or, just something like I wanted to give back in a way to this community that means so much to me. And I thought about DJing, but I had a lot of stage fright. And till one day my friend sort of like cyber bullied me into it. And like it just become I, I, DJ. <laughs> yeah, like I had I had the DJ software that my one of my friends gave me. And I'd been like messing with it a bit, but I'd never like done a full set or anything. And there was one night, it was a slow night, not much going on. And we wanted to keep partying and we we're like, oh, we'll just throw a pop up. And they're like, well, to do a pop up, we need a DJ. Hey, Sushi, you want to finally do that thing? <laughs> and I was like, no, no, of course not. No, that's terrifying. And they're like, okay, if we can get 20 people to show up, you have to DJ. And I was like, all right, fine, because then there's going to be expectations. And then 30 people showed up, and I was like, <laughs> all right, fine, fine. It twisted my arm. And now I'm here, and I'm having the time of my life. I'm, I've, I've definitely noticed that, like, you're, uh, like, you were always the extrovert in the friend groups, um, as far as, you know, IRL and whatnot. But, like, this jumped that up and like it feels like your quality of life has gone your personal quality of life has gone way up just in what i know about you yeah definitely i i i've had this conversation with friends before who have never been in vr chat even once but they hear me talk about it and they're like I have literally never seen you this happy before. Like, mm -hmm. this is the happiest I've ever seen you in your life, and I've known you for like a decade. Yeah, it's great. Like, and, I'm, I'm the same. I feel the same way. It's great because like it just shows like, hey, you you know took this awful time in this pandemic and turned it into something positive. And it's like with us, like, hey, the pandemic, we just started a podcast, and now the both of those <laughs> have converged. Yeah. <laughs> so, <see? laughs> Hell yeah. There's some silver lining and I can definitely say confidently, I am in the just healthiest like spot I've ever been in my entire life. Would not give this up for the world. I am great. I'm so happy you found something that you enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> so Thanks. the VR set, are you like with the full like hand things in the headset right now or? Oh, yeah, I, I'm in full body right now, actually. Uh, can't really... Hold on, give me a second. Let me... I'll let me grab my camera here. But, are you, like, looking at us, like, on Discord screen, like, in VR chat? Is that what's... Yeah, so I have the main camera up here, 
and then I also have a sort of like floating window of my Discord like in the same spot. Let's see. Ba, 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 Your ba. chat's great. <laughs> you can yeah, here. Let me around what she wants. Let me lock it here. The future of entertainment. Yeah. See. Ba, ba. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> what is? Yeah. No. What is your IRL space compare comparatively? Uh, I play. Okay, <laughs> I literally <laughs> yeah. play in a walk-in closet. <laughs> That's oh, right. so it's the same place. <laughs> yeah, like... no, like, uh, I I don't have that much room, but you know, I can like I can dance around, I can like socialize and stuff like that. It's just like... enough for me. And is this yeah. a? Uh... I can't, I don't recognize this. Is this a custom avatar that you have right now or? So this is a avatar base that I bought off of Booth. A lot of people get their bases off there. And then I just edited the textures a little bit. Okay. So the, uh, I have like a million different variations of like this specific avatar if you want to see them. I'm open to it. I was just like, I don't recognize this character from anything, so I wonder if this is original or not. It's original to the uh, it's to original the to the creator. Yeah. Yeah, like I have this version as well. Hold on a second. It was like Gosh. us with uh, Kato, like showing off the the models and everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Night. Uh. Dark. Dark mode. <laughs> dark mode. Dark mode. Dark mode sushi. I got, I got like casual. Nice. Formal. As someone who's been on VR chat, like all, all you're doing here is like pressing different buttons in the menu. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's, it's fascinating. Um, how. <laughs> how much you can customize just in just a brief moment. And yeah, it's crazy. Quite frankly, what avatars, the things that av even like baseline avatars come with. Oh, yeah, there, there's a lot you can do. Uh, so all of the content in VR chat, like I'm pretty sure just like 99.9% .9 of it is all just user created. Uh, if you can 3D model it and pop it into Unity, you can make it into an avatar or a world or whatever. It's my next uh, big project. I've taught myself the Adobe suite. I've taught myself a bunch of other stuff. And I was like, all right, I'm going to take on Unity. I'm going to make myself the V2 model. Do it, <laughs> so, do it. <laughs> this is all of us holding Sharky accountable. He's got the perfect mascot for it. The people, uh, funnily enough, uh, last night we had the conversation of uh, people actually took time to like look at my avatar that I use for everything and they're like I just realized that that is not hair that is the shark's teeth on that and I was like yeah because I'm fucking bald why would my avatar have hair <laughs> like, I've looked at all of the artwork and I was like only like two of like the drawings I've gotten for this actually have hair visible literally because well, then in my head I've been like I've literally never seen Sharky with like blonde hair which is the closest yeah. thing i could approximate to the teeth yeah <laughs> yeah right. it was just like i then i thought that was hair but it's the teeth and i was like yeah it's 
it's been like that for years. <laughs> like, <laughs> Literally, where have you been? Ah, <laughs> uh, but like I, I, I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna put this to you again. Is when you do the VTuber thing, it shouldn't be this mouth that talks. It should be the shark head that talks. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yes. I would a, love to see it's, that. It's going to be a complete human body just with a shark's head. <laughs> like, yeah. And the shark's head should do the talking. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you need a chibi model, it can, be, it can be like, when you need a chibi model, it can be like one of the, 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 those bass that you press the button and it starts talking. There's the, uh, <laughs> there are the pictures. There's like the animated gifts going around for a bunch of VTubers. That's like them doing like the little like wobble. It's like the little chibi models that do the wobbling, and I'm like, I need mm -hmm. to find somebody to draw one for me. <laughs> I know people. We know a lot of people. We've had some of them on the show. Yes. So, we're slow. Uh, this season is a slowly putting together a super team. <laughs> we got the DJ. We got the VTubers. We got a creative writer. <laughs> it's like we're slowly putting the team together for an. We're slowly making purpose. a game dev studio. <laughs> we got the. <laughs> We got the game dev. We had Rabbit on here. So, uh, uh Rabbit. I love Rabbit. Yeah. yeah. We've, had, we've had a lot of uh, like inner circle friends uh, this season. I'm slowly, I'm slowly bringing in the Texas community that I like into yeah. this podcast. <laughs> We're slowly assembling a super team. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, uh, I, like I said, I've, I've only been to one show, uh, mostly because like, I don't have the stuff and I, I get I almost get like FOMO not having like the headset and stuff because uh, I have to like program my avatar to like hit the gritty <laughs> <laughs> instead of like actually being able to do it myself. Right. Hotkey it. Hotkey the gritty. <laughs> A statement makes me hurt. <laughs> like... <laughs> God damn. I hate really? the gritty. <laughs> there I just took psychic damage. <laughs> you said it yourself. Um, yeah, uh, so when is your next show? Uh, apparently tonight. I Literally, as I was getting set up, uh, a friend DM me and they're like, hey, do you want to play a pop-up tonight? And I was like, what time? Like five hours? I'm like, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> Well, there you go. If you somehow are able to uh, reach into the past, yeah. uh, you can you can show up at Sushi Ferret's pop up. Yeah, but this uh, <laughs> these episodes usually go up on a Friday. So uh, if there's anything that you do have scheduled for like the weekend or something, then now would be a time to like, you know, shout that out, because at least the viewers might be able to drop in and see. Don't know how much of our viewer base actually has VR chat. That'd be an interesting. Uh, thing to see down in the comments but yeah yeah i mean you yeah, do it you... does seem like you do shows uh pretty often and yeah i mean like erratic sporadically uh, sporadically like, okay well, yeah sporadic. like actually like <laughs> I, I i like doing pop-ups and like open decks and stuff uh the actual like planned out ones aren't as often just because those usually take a bit more effort to put into yeah mm -hmm. But if it's just like, hey, I got some free time tonight, let's do this. Yeah, I can I can freestyle something really quick. No, it's like that's kind of uh, the mindset with the poppers, right? You're like, I got nothing going on tonight. Hey, do you want to, you know, do this? Yeah. For a few hours in this channel, it's like, yeah, sure, I got nothing going on. 
Definitely yeah, uh, some people will will just message me. They're like, "Are you free for like an hour to spend something just randomly?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> You're like, uh, "Yeah, I can fit that in." <laughs> and that's her, the extrovert, talking. Work at the own pace. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's good yeah, practice. It is. Yeah, I think I think that's the other thing too is that it's really there's a really uh, difficult. Uh, what's the word road to like pro or you know a road to like expertise um because you don't have a lot of opportunities in uh traditional musicianship to like grow right um yeah it's it's much it's it's much easier it's much more <laughs> i don't want to say anonymous because you're gonna have a signature style at some point yeah but it's 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 less weight off of you to do it like in VRC versus like in person. If you're spinning a deck in person, it would, if I was spinning a deck in person, it would be a nightmare, but I could probably yeah. manage it on VRC. Yeah. Like I, I always describe as uh, VR chat for just learning skills like this. If it's sort of like, like speed running that skill uh -huh. because you just have so many chances to learn and improve that you just, it's hard to find uh, IRL. Yeah. Like if I wanted to DJ IRL, like, okay, I can DJ at home. Right. But that can only take me so far. I, I don't have experience DJing in front of people then, or I don't have like anyone like, you know, actively telling me like how I can improve. And if I want yeah. to play in front of a crowd, like in person, I'm like, all right, um, is do I know any friends that are throwing a house party that like <laughs> have space? Like, yeah. And that doesn't happen like all the time. So I'm like, uh, and even then, like, let's say your friends like, yeah, you can DJ at my house party. Not always like the best crowd to learn from. Like, let's say it feels <laughs> like the hostility of a real life crowd would be. A lot more than a VR chat if things are not going great. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas here, like, not only can you DJ in front of a crowd like any day of the week, which is just great practice, there are also so many other like DJs and producers on here that if you are struggling with anything, you are surrounded by people who can help you. Like, not even just like other like vr djs like people who are deep in the irl scene as well that really really know their stuff and we know that with a vr chat you know people can have whatever avatar that they can manage to get uh what is the avatar that stuck out the most in one of the sets that you dj'd in Oh, that's a good one uh let me think because i can imagine it's like you know you're up there doing it and you're seeing you know some people's like custom avatars and then you're seeing, you know, like a Shrek because somebody could probably have like a Shrek <laughs> avatar and it definitely feels like my DJing for memes right now. Is that what this feels like? So like most people uh, that you'll see at raves and just music events on here, they'll usually be dressed like similar to that occasion, like tech wear or like, you know, they'll have like lights coming off their avatar something like that something to match yeah. that that vibe but then every now and then you do get like some weird ones like uh one of my friends i remember i believe i first met this guy 
uh, because he was at a rave and his avatar was this like bag of wonder bread that would like blink around like a snake and like hop through the air. <laughs> That's incredible. And I was That's like, curse. <laughs> I'm looking at the ground. I was like, bag of wonder bread, like <laughs> just going across the dance floor. I was like, I gotta know this guy. I gotta say hi to this guy right now. It'd be much funnier if they're if they're like not Caucasian in real life. Just bread. <laughs> just bread. <laughs> uh, I I don't know their ethnicity in real life, but I don't think they're white. Okay, that's that's hilarious actually. Um, uh, I've also seen what is it? There's a really good friend of mine who does staff for a lot of these events, like security, and he will commonly wear this avatar that is just like a swarm of bees in like the shape of a tall man in a trench coat. That is horrific like... to envision. <laughs> the the beat the head of the bee swarm will like move too, like when he talks. That's a that's a D and D enemy waiting to happen. Like imagine you're you're at a show, right, and you're misbehaving, and security and just comes over. A bunch of bees <laughs> in a trench coat. It's, Three it's bees, bees in a trench in the coat. Shape of, of like a man in a trench coat, and you're like, what? <laughs> it's just. It's so that, good. I love it. That, What's the, uh, that gives the, me that gives me hat man energy. What's the thing? It's like the he is the hat man. <laughs> His avatar is literally like a shadowy hat man, and it just has different shaders. One of those is the bee one. <laughs> Oh my god. I just imagine it's the uh the Bart and the Homer where Bart's looking up and Homer's like staring down at him. <laughs> like on the couch, just like the menacing like stare down and Bart's just like looking over his shoulder at him. And it's just like you turn around and it's like, oh, it's three bees in a trench coat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh man. That's yes. that's that's nightmare fuel. I, like, I love it. I think that like sums up VR chat. It's like you can have the actual hat man like shadow figure of horror and then it's like i'm gonna hit him with the paint i'm gonna hit him with the skin that's just bees <laughs> so. there's uh there's some people like okay he'll do some crazy stuff with shaders especially uh there's one avatar that i see around every now and then a few people have this one where it's like this like non-euclidean cube i can't describe it it's just like this cube with this weird like otherworldly like psychedelic pattern to it and you can stick your head inside and look around and it's like this infinite world inside of this avatar <laughs> it is the non-euclidean cube <laughs> yeah like you, you'll be walking around like sometimes i'll, I'll just be at an event and still be in one of those avatars and i'll accidentally like walk into them and i'm like oh whoa where am i hold on <laughs> Yeah, it's just a... I pop out and I'm like, dude, you gotta you gotta watch where you step. I just went to another world. <laughs> yeah, it's just like for the people who don't know the joke of non-Euclidean geometry, it's like let's say I have like a four foot cube. If I look inside that cube, I see an eight foot hallway. <laughs> like yeah, and, like... And it's like I, if I pass through that eight foot hallway, I come out the other end of the four foot cube. It's just yeah, it's like, dimensions. It's, like it's, it's dimensions that don't make sense. <laughs> And I was a, I remember watching like a game dev video of somebody was trying to make a game based with that geometry and everything. And he's like, this oh, is, uh, yeah, he was like, he's like, this is actually hard as shit. <laughs> like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out how to make this work and I'm coding it <laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs>
but uh yeah i can imagine that also probably uh prevents you from wanting to come back if the bee man is the one that throws you out that <laughs> threw you out <laughs> yeah yeah the the like benadryl hat shadow man is is security <laughs> for a lot of events and i love that he is actually a very close friend of mine i love him so much hell yeah excellent hi terrells if you're watching this <laughs> It's gonna, be shared. it's gonna be shared on the Facebook and the Twitter. So, <laughs> hell yeah. Um, any last minute things you want to shout out? Uh, keeping in mind it's on Friday and not <laughs> and not today. Yeah, this video is coming up on Friday. So, uh, not in particular. Uh, if you want to see what I'm up to anytime, I have a Twitter at sushi ferret vr, all one word. Uh at sushi ferret was taken by someone who only has one tweet and like never i don't think they're active still and i was like damn it <laughs> now i gotta add the vr to the city into my name oh don't worry i'm sure elon musk is on that right now <laughs> right as we speak what's the uh thing it's like originally it was like 20 bucks for the check mark and then stephen king called him an idiot and then he dropped it down to eight bucks and yeah. now stuff's coming out after the election. He might not even do the money for the checkbox. He just might put Twitter behind a paywall. And I'm like, if you do that, it makes it so much easier for me to quit. <laughs> like, yeah, honestly, if I have to pay to use this hell site, I'm not going to anymore. Um, but yeah, uh, so we're, we are going to put your stuff in the description below. Yeah, so we throw all the links down in uh, the description alongside, you know, everything else that is relevant oh. credits, uh, credits, uh, our flow code so people know where to find us. So, yeah, I think I think that's been this has been a pretty enlightening episode. Even as somebody who's you know toyed with VRC a little bit, I yeah. I didn't even know an hour went by. That that this has gone by really fast. Yeah, for me. no, I, yeah, yeah. I, uh, honestly, like, I knew I knew about VR chat. Like everybody, a lot of people who are online and like watching YouTube videos will probably come across VR chat at some point in their life. Uh, yeah, but it's like with the VTubing episode. I didn't know there was this much depth to it. You yeah, know, it's there's... like like learning about all the like inner workings of like VTubing, where it's like you know they have the the rigging and the animation and like all the other stuff. It's like that was really interesting. And now it's like, hey, VR Chat has this whole music scene to it. Of culture, yeah, yeah. It's just stuff like that is always fascinating to me. The internet has just let so many things like this just blossom, and it's awesome. Oh, yeah, I could like, honestly, I, I feel like I've barely even scratched the surface. I could go on about like the like <laughs> really deep, I guess, lore of like the, the music scene here for uh, hours. The origin of VR chat music clubs. <laughs> it is. It is something else. There in is this, so much here in this 15 part video series. I will explain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't worry, we we have you in the Rolodex. You'll you'll be back. Yeah. This is uh, a threat. Sweet. This, <laughs> this is, is a, a threat. Yeah. This is a threat. You will be back on this podcast. Uh, yeah. Uh, so it's like jury duty. We, you'll be summoned at some point. You'll be summoned at some point. <laughs> jury duty. Oh no. We 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 put we have uh, X on uh, one of uh, Sharky's friends. Just every now and again. It's hey, like you don't have a guest. You want to talk like, wrestling? Yeah. It's like yeah. Dak, sure. It's just hey, Dak, did you get a guest? No. I didn't get one either. Hey, actually, you want to talk about wrestling for this week? <laughs> <laughs> so just keep pulling him in as like, hey, we'll talk about this week in wrestling, but also it's kind of like, this is the filler until we can get our guest roster back up. Yeah. 
But... Yeah, no, definitely. If you ever want me to just blabber on about VR chat stuff, let me know. I'll, I'm, I'm always down. Hell yeah! All guests that are eager to come back for a second showing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's been that's been the podcast. Uh, I'm Decca, joined by uh, Sharky Hat and Sushi Ferret. Um, Sushi Ferret's uh, information will be in the description below. Uh, so you are more than welcome to add uh, follow her on Twitter uh, at your own peril. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually how uh, things go. It's like you can follow if you dare. <laughs> yeah, just uh, get ready. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, some uh, some housekeeping stuff uh, before we conclude the episode. Uh, as mm-hmm. always, uh, we have the Without Context podcast channel. We also have our Dummies and D20s channel, which is our tabletop RPG channel. Uh, that one still currently a week out, I think, from a new episode. Uh, Deck, I think you are getting... Do you have an episode this Monday? I do, or? I do not. Uh, so we I think, are going to I think be... there's a brief hiatus coming for uh, the campaign that's currently showing up on this channel just because of the holiday season and whatnot. Yeah. Stuff happens around this time of year where it gets really hard to get everybody together for D&D. But uh, yeah, we also uh, have the Spotify uh, playlist, which can be found on the flow code. A link to that is in the description as it always is. Uh, Follow us on Twitter. We do have one for this channel as well as the dummies at D20s. Those will also be down there. Uh, If the Twitter one isn't, I know it's on the actual YouTube page. If you follow that link, you'll be able to find that. But uh, I think I also am looking into how we can get on to different uh, podcast providers, stuff like Stitcher and all that. Uh, just kind of expanding the reach. I know a lot of people don't want to use Spotify. They have other podcasts like services. So we're looking into how to spread out a little bit. It's always good to expand. Uh, this has been the episode, and as always, we will see you on the next one. Yep. Bye. See you guys. Bye-bye. Bye.